Hey, 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 what's going on there, podcast community? Matthew Johnson, back at it again with another episode of Dementia in Black and White. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about staying connected to avoid social isolation. Let's chat about it. So this week, we're going to dive deep into taking care of yourself. And I'm going to share, of course, as I do, some of my own personal experience regarding the journey and the relationship to this social isolation business. And first, let me talk about how this topic even came to be in terms of wanting to bring it up on the podcast. As I've mentioned before, I am a member of a couple of support groups for folks who are caregivers, care partners, if you will. And oddly enough, in both of them, the topic came up, you know, sort of indirectly. In one, there's a a gentleman who... Uh, talked about wanting to come on early to the meetings because he himself had ex- been experiencing some social social isolation. Try saying that three times fast. And I identified with him because oddly enough, it's usually he and I who are fighting for the first spot. Both of us are both usually on prior to the start of the Zoom meeting. Right. And though he is not in another group that I belong to, the other group that I belong to, I am always the first person on the support group meeting. Always number one, always there, the host and then me without exception. And there are other kind of co-hosts or people who, you know, are leaders of the group. But I'm usually on before them in that that other group. And so I identified With him saying that because I, too, find the support groups really helpful in just dealing with that isolation and having not just somebody to talk to about dementia or those types of things or being a a care partner, but just having somebody to talk to, period. Right. These are some tough times, generally speaking. In that the pandemic has caused or mandated really social isolation that we have to beware of contracting or spreading that disease. And so for that reason, many of us have already, you know, begun to socially isolate ourselves. But when that is compounded with the responsibilities of caregiving Seasonal affective disorders, which I believe is a real thing. And I believe I personally experienced that as well, just in the winter months where you're not able to do as much moving around as you normally would do. You're not able to go as many places as you would normally go because, you know, the weather might be bad in the Northeast where I am. We certainly have our share of bad weather and this winter was a little rougher than the last few winters. And so that came up. And then from my other support group, the uh, 
facilitator of their group, Mr. Kelly, shout out to him, sent out an email to the entire group, of course, not just to me, but of course, sometimes you get a message, even though it's to all, you sometimes feel like, man, how did he know? Like, he's like, as if it was being just sent to me. But it was uh, from the NIA, National Institutes on Aging, National Institute on Aging, and the NIH, National Institute of Health. And so that is the website. Their website is nia.nih.gov if you want to find this video. And the video is titled, Stay Connected to Combat Loneliness and Social Isolation. And it came out November 23rd, 2021. But he sent it out just, uh, I believe, either earlier this month or last month. And so, you know, it's just a short video. So certainly I'm going to highlight some of the things it's telling you to do in terms of avoiding social isolation here in this podcast. But you are welcome to go and look at the minute and a half video yourself as well. The reference has been provided. But so he sent that out and it was just then put in my, I guess, energy to talk about it because maybe he had a reason for sending it out. Maybe someone had talked to him, too, about feeling socially isolated, even though I had not. I had not brought up the subject to anyone, but certainly had been experiencing that. And just in general, I have to say and acknowledge that I feel as though I am coming out of a dark period. And why do I say that? So, you know, what I think is important, we all try to, you know, just pay attention to ourselves, you know, when we're sleeping, when our sleeping is off, when our energy in general is off. Uh, you know, if we have a change of our diet or appetite, if we're eating or being drawn to more junk food than normal, if we're drinking alcohol more than normal, any of those things might be some red flags for something else that is going on. We might be trying to assuage some emotional hurt or concern that's going on. And for me, of course, like anybody I have those moments of depression and, you know, I guess it perhaps even anxiety at times. Uh, but certainly it's hard to recognize for me anyway, when I'm in it and easier for me to recognize when I'm coming out of it. So I've noticed about my own behavior that I've been singing more, just singing, you know, singing in the shower, singing to the, you know, while I'm in the car, having the iPod or yeah, iPhone, I have songs on my iPhone, having that play music and then me just really singing along, I mean, and loud and getting into it, dancing as well in the car, dancing and singing, right? And that's something that has just been a part of my personality, but not recently, you know, not in the last a year or so as I've been a care partner for my mother. So I notice I'm doing that more. I notice that I, you know, freestyle rap, of course, I'm not good at that either, but, you know, just things happen. And me, I'm that guy. I'll just put out a little ditty or a little personal rap of my own about anything, whatever, you know, just freestyling. And it's just my way of, you know, kind of having fun and whatever, whatever. And I've been doing that more. 
And so I'm starting to notice a change in the positive way of my own personality, my own energy level. And then what that does when I juxtapose my current state of mind to what it's been, I'm now realizing that I'm coming out of a dark period, a period of feeling perhaps some social isolation. And fortunately for me, it's, you know, ebbs and flows. And I again believe it could be tied to the season changing. And though the season isn't quite changing yet in my area this week, we've had some 60 degree temperatures, got up to 69 one day this week. And the forecast projects even more 60 degree days. So for me, the outlook is good in terms of getting out and being you know, having more movement, if you will. Today, in fact, had the motorcycle out, which is always exhilarating for me just to be out on a motorcycle. Don't know why. Don't can't explain that either, but I just usually feel good when I'm out there on the open road with the motorcycle. And so just just feeling a little better, being able to do some of the things that I, I used to do. And I want to say If you are noticing a change, noticing that you are feeling isolated, that you are not alone, that there is, of course, help for you. And if you're involved in a support group, that's wonderful. Wonderful. If you're not, please seek one of those out. The leaders of the support group and shout out to Mr. Kelly in my case for one of these who sent this out do such a wonderful job of just looking out for people. Another sign in terms of, again, this past year that looking back, I knew I was probably experiencing some of the social isolation. Excuse me. Just so happens that one of the groups meets on Thursday, that one with Mr. Kelly, in fact. And because he didn't want to cancel for Thanksgiving just in case he, you know, sent out the link for the meeting, of course, expecting nobody was going to come on to the link for Thanksgiving, you know, a family holiday. But guess who came on to the link? The only person to come on to the link on Thanksgiving. Yep. This guy. Right. I, I was there on Thanksgiving on the, of course we didn't stay. I just had a short chat with him. Happy Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. And then got off. But that is just the type of connection that I found myself seeking. Now, again, looking back, looking back, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm beginning to recognize that. And then looking further back for me, I want to tell you, that I have also taken advantage of the employee assistant program where I work, employee assistance program, EAP, where I work. And I recommend that if you are working a full time job, there is probably one where you work. And so if you're thinking that you are feeling down or feeling a little out of sorts, this is a free program at my uh where I work, I believe it was eight sessions that you get for free. And then you can continue on with a counselor for, you know, a small fee 
or if there's a different issue that comes up than what you brought to the counselor the first time, you can get another eight sessions for a different issue. That's how it worked where I was, but that's completely free. So by all means, if you're just needing somebody to talk to, even outside of the support groups, maybe some one-on-one counseling, that is something to do as well. I know it's a stigma in our community. We think we can just pray it away. And we sometimes might think there's something wrong with us if we're not able to say a prayer to get rid of some of that depressed feeling. But I got to say, if it were physical, you'd pray and then you call a professional. So just because your brain is perhaps in need of some adjustment, just in case you're needing a checkup from the neck up, it's okay to pray and seek some professional help as well for that. So I encourage you to do that. And so let me talk about then with the last time I have with you today, some of the things that the NIA NIH recommends in terms of staying connected to avoid social isolation. It says to learn something new is one option. And certainly that makes sense to me. And to the extent you can do that with a class or a group of people, learning something new is just good to keep the brain cells firing. But it also might be an opportunity for you to connect with like minded people, because if it's, you know, maybe taking a French class or what have you, there may be other people who have the same interest as you that you can meet and then enhance or develop your social network. It says get moving. Of course, it's hard to do again with the pandemic, with the weather, but there are YouTube videos out there. My daughter introduced me to one, which is just an arm, upper body kind of arm workout. And it was just a five minute video. But I got to tell you, my arms were sore, no weights or anything. It just had different little, you know, exercises that you do standing up and moving the whole time, pretty much. But I was actually sore after doing this five minute workout routine uh, with my daughter. So there are plenty of YouTube videos. Of course, there are some that are longer than that, where you can get in some aerobic activity really in a small place, probably just on a rug or a small area in your living room. YouTube videos and that has age appropriate exercises as well. So if you're a senior and you need something that's going to take it easy, they have some that are specifically for seniors. If you're a younger person that can go a little harder, they have something for you as well. Then another thing it says here to do is to stay in touch. Stay in touch with family, with friends. And here I would say even further to reach out and check up on people yourself. Just reach out to maybe some friends or family that you used to talk to on a regular basis, but you haven't talked to in a while. Almost like a wellness check just to see how they are doing. The chances are that wellness check will be reciprocated and that person, that family member or that friend will also ask you how you're doing. And it's just good to have people in your inner circle 
communicating with you because even though I'm saying I'm really not able to identify very well when I'm in this period of darkness until I'm out of it, someone who is close to you, someone who knows you might be able to help you identify when you are in a place that's a little concerning for them and they can bring that to your attention. And then the other thing it says here, which is something I personally wouldn't do, I'm just not into pets like that, but it says adopt a pet. So if that's something that you've thought about, it interests you, you have the financial capacity to do, I can certainly see how that would be helpful to have an animal around the say the dog is man's or woman's best friend. So certainly having to care for someone and then perhaps getting that unconditional love. I hear cats, maybe not so much unconditional love. They have conditional love, but dogs (laughs) can give you unconditional love. So, you know, that, that is certainly something to think about. And then I would just caution to stay away from News, it can be a lot of negativity there. And you might think, well, I'm just trying to keep up with what's going on in the world. I'll tell you, people are getting shot. People are trying to start wars and there's natural disasters happening in the world. There's your news. That's it. You don't need to look at the news anymore. That's pretty much what it is. The first 20 minutes of the news, if it bleeds, it leads. And if we're not careful seeing news every day, particularly negative news, which is what most of it is, that can keep us in a place of despair. And even social media, you know, even the stuff that's positive can sometimes serve to be a trigger for you in that you look at people who are maybe your friends or your people you haven't seen or talked to that often, but it appears from looking at their profiles online and the things they post on a daily basis that life is just wonderful for them. They're out maybe traveling the world, eating at fancy restaurants, uh, cooking wonderful meals and taking pictures and posting them. And so because social media tends to have people putting their best foot forward We can get into a place where we're comparing ourselves to them and thinking we're stuck taking care of our loved one or we're stuck here in the house and not able to participate in all of these fun things that the rest of the world is doing. But really, I'm here to tell you, we don't know what that rest of the person's life is like. They don't put up the times when they're feeling dark, when they're feeling isolated. They're not posting about that. But we don't know. Just heard in the news recently, speaking of news, I believe it was Miss America or Miss Universe, not sure who it was, uh, his beauty pageant winner committed suicide. And you would have thought looking at her from the outside and probably even her social media postings, I'm not really on social media much, but probably would think that person was winning in life. An attorney, young Society says she's beautiful, smart, but who knows? Who knows what's going on inside of a person? And I just want to put this bit of information out here as well. The Suicide Prevention Hotline. If you have a fear that you might harm yourself or others, this number is 24-hour 
support. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 800-273-8255. So if you're feeling like you're in a place where you really are struggling, don't hesitate to reach out. And get the help you need, whether it's through that suicide prevention number or even just, again, a friend or family member who you can talk to. To stay connected, particularly in these times where it's challenging. The work that we do as caregivers can sometimes feel like it's never ending, can sometimes feel feel like it's even getting more difficult. You can sometimes feel like your own health and wellness is being sacrificed. All of those feelings are natural. It's tough work what we're doing out here. But as I say every week in the podcast, that's wonderful what you're doing and caring for your loved one. But you also have to care for yourself. That's even more important. So don't forget to do that. And look for the signs. Of social isolation or depression. And seek the help to stay connected. Learn something new. Get moving. Stay in touch with friends or family. Or adopt a pet. Any of those things. Thank you for listening. That music means it is time to go for this week. I appreciate you all tuning in. Until next time. I'm out. <laughs>